0: This is the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. Welcome to the Liberator Podcast. My name is Jeremy Kubitschek. Today, I am with Steve Cochram as always, but I'm actually in London. Steve, good to be with you. Where are we today?
1: We are actually bringing this episode to the millions of our listeners around the world live from the Cochran Kitchen for those of you who've been here, and um, it's been amazing to have you here, but I'm really ready for you to get on the airplane in about two hours time. <laughs> Spoken like
0: a good friend, like a good brother. Yeah, absolutely. We've been here for about a week. and It uh, feels, feels longer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've had a great time. We, we've been here at a retreat. We've had some of our partners, um, a partner gathering. We've had all types of fun. Uh, let me tell you the place where I think we went, and then you can tell me how. We went to
1: Tewkesbury. Is that right? Uh, from your perspective, probably yes. Uh, the Brits would probably say Tewksbury. But uh, we've had all kinds of... How do you
2: spell
1: that? Uh, very, very carefully and very, very well. Uh, my favourite one was when you asked, are we going to Leicestershire? That was that was the one that tipped me over the edge when it comes to Huber. So, But we've had an amazing time. Uh, we went to this fantastic little golf and spa hotel, didn't we? And we played um, the the giant um 2019 open golf championship and um i seem to think that you may have come out as the champion golfer for 2019 Can so you say that again? i seem to remember <laughs> uh, if this gets edited out please don't worry about this at all but jeremy became the champion golfer for giant 2019 so many many congratulations jeremy as i've said so many times it's all about taking part it's not about winning
0: it's all about positioning. Uh, that's all I can say. I only won one hole, and somehow won, so it was great. Um, we did get to meet the Leicester City, yes, not Leicester uh, City, uh, soccer team, who stayed in our hotel and our football club for those in the, in the uh, UK. So for those soccer fans out there, um, I don't know what that means, other than I met a bunch of guys who make a lot of money, and they weren't very big uh to say the least so um today uh anything else any other banter you want to you to talk about How-
1: well, I think we, we we've had fun haven't we? we we went on a reminiscing tour last night of our kind of previous haunts and had uh cocktails in cliveden which is not cliveden for you americans and has now become ridiculously expensive and overdeveloped because somebody called megan markle uh, had her night stay there before the royal wedding so now everyone wants to go there but that was where really we conceived giant wasn't it really i think i'll be careful of how i use that vocabulary but certainly a lot of dreaming happened there and then we went to your favorite curry house in the whole of the world tell them about where we went
0: yeah I, I will just tell you if you do like curry uh it's unbelievable it's called malik's malik's is the best curry house in the world and there's three locations and i'm i'm promoting and advertising for him and cook them. Uh, England, Jared's George Cross, Cookham, and in Marla. So, yeah, no, it's amazing. It was so good, and I uh, could eat there every day, <laughs> uh, which I'm glad I'm actually not living close to it. Uh, but anyway, um, today for all of you listening, um, we, as you know, we love to talk about liberation, and the topic of is liberation. How do you actually fight for the highest possible good of those you lead? How do you call people up to higher levels? How do you help them achieve things that they've never achieved or even thought they could? And so today we're actually going to share with you the ideas of how we've done it and how we've actually built a liberating organization, how we actually run our organization. We've got a special guest. you want to share who's, who's here, Steve? We have Lord Richard Webb, the COO of Giant Worldwide. Rich, good to have you here, my friend. Go ahead and shirt show off the proper English uh, language here.
2: Hi, everyone. Great to uh, be on the podcast today. Excited to uh, think about uh, all things of uh, how we uh, run Giants. So So Rich is uh, an
0: all-star. He was a client beforehand, as most of the people who worked with us were. Uh, Not that we steal everyone that we work with, but it definitely was uh, fun to have him experience Giant in his world and take it and actually use it. And uh, now he's bringing his skills into um, that world. So why don't you give him a, a little makeup of who you are from your voice. Just uh, let him understand that as we explain how you've worked with us.
2: Yes, yeah, so my uh, foundational voice is Pioneer. My second voice is Guardian. And uh, I think that second voice for me is, is quite a strong voice as well. Um, and so uh, that's, uh, that's a lot of what I bring uh, to things. That combination, first voice, you know, uh, excited about changing the world uh, and uh, big picture focus. But the Guardian's second voice that says, but how are we going to put some systems and processes in place to make this uh, uh, an absolute guarantee that it's going to happen?
0: When we st- first started this business, uh, you know, Steve as a pioneer connector and me as a connector, creative pioneer, we've had um, a lots and lots and lots of ideas, a lots of conversations to say the least. Lots of dreaming, lots of uh, of just talking about. And so what's happened with uh, since then is we've realized just the need for structure and uh, the need for lots of structure, especially with the vision that we have. And so, uh, really, really excited. So, Steve, why don't you share a little bit about why it was really important that Rich joined
1: her team and maybe what he's done since then? Yeah. I think most entrepreneurs think they're far more structured and consistent than it actually turns out to be the case. So, I think kind of for years, people would say, hey, guys, we love you. We love the vision. But, do you know, you wear us out at times because things change a lot. And we go, we don't change anything. Well, we do, but hopefully in a very disciplined way. And I think just that aha for me that basically um, if Guardian is low in your voice order, so for Jeremy, you it's five, and for me, it's four. So you're consciously incompetent, and I'm unconsciously incompetent when it comes to bringing system, order, discipline, process, consistency. And I think to actually know that in the voices world, there are people who do that brilliantly who actually do that as part of their 70-30, it's what they love doing. And I think, therefore, for us, realizing that what our natural strengths were, we actually needed somebody who could complement that in our team and actually, in many ways, allow them to bring their gifts, their skills, their particular expertise alongside what we do. So it's been an interesting learning experience as we've begun to implement this differentiation between what does it mean to be a visionary And what does it mean to be someone who actually integrates vision into the business, which has really created a way for Jeremy and I um, to kind of go above the day-to-day operational responsibility and i think kind of Jeremy, my um my favorite moment was when we did our first scrum uh meeting which you can hear more about in a moment where rich was really going through what detail was going to look like in a scrum sprint world and you and i were on the zoom chat talking to each other, going i'm going i'm losing the world to live i mean i hope everyone's okay with this um and this feels like over anal attention to detail to me. And at the end of the call, every single member of our team on the Zoom call just goes, this is what we've been waiting for. This is, and it's proved to be an incredibly liberating experience for our team. Well, our aha was, if that's what their level of establishment, discipline and structure was, then no wonder they were <laughs> they were less than enamored with our version of that. So that's, that's my perspective. What about you? No, totally. And so what I want Rich to do is I want you to share... Um, Some perspective for our
0: audience, again, for the, um, the, the millions of people that we think are listening, um, on here. We want you to share with them, uh, after working with visionaries like Steve and I, how do you integrate? Like what are the systems? So visionary integrator, scrum system, sprint, uh, model. What have you put into place to enable, um, us to really get things done and to keep the vision? Um, and so, maybe walk through what you uh, what you what you've experienced so far, and then go into what what process you put in place.
2: So, I think one of the, the big things uh, to uh, to remember with some of these things is that that very often uh, structures and frameworks and uh, ways of operating aren't actually restricting; they can actually be releasing. That once uh, once you've got an understood way of operating. Um, It actually gives uh, everybody a whole lot more freedom in how they operate. So I think uh, one of the things that I was mindful of as as we got going was to say, how do we um, not slow things down, uh, not limit uh, the flow of ideas and the excitement around those things, but actually uh, put a framework that could release uh, even more of those sorts of things. So how can we uh, up our execution rate, become even more effective at, at achieving what we're doing? Um, how can we capture all of the incredible ideas that are coming and make sure we don't lose them, uh, but then join those two things together so that uh, we had a real prioritization um, that uh, once we, uh, as a team, really uh, focused and dialed in on what we wanted to be about, we had a way uh, of making sure that that happened. So um, uh, some of the things that we do, I think probably the first Uh, most important thing is that we talk really regularly, Um, and uh, early on we actually made a commitment to talk uh, every weekday, so Monday to Friday, unless one of us is in a meeting that we can't get out of, we'll talk, Um, because uh, we recognise that being on the same page is so critical in the midst of that, Um, and uh, for us that means video calls, Uh, but uh, just making sure that we know what each of us are thinking, where we're up to and where things are headed. Um, And then some of the things that we've been putting in place um, is uh, trying to move to uh, a very agile team uh, where uh, as we prioritize the next steps, uh, I then meet with uh, the whole team uh, and explain where we're heading for the next two weeks. And that's our our time horizon really uh, is to say, uh, longer than that, we will have some ideas and some thoughts about where we're heading, but we know what we're going to do for the next two weeks. And uh, in our case, we have uh, people in different sprint teams, as we call them, uh, using the Scrum uh, methodology. So different people in different sprint teams. Uh, people can be in more than one team, uh, and they'll change uh, every two weeks. But uh, trying to say, what is the next set of tasks that will uh, help us Uh, move forwards and uh, move things down the pitch. And then uh, uh, my role really is to monitor that, understand that, set that up and facilitate that sort of process um, so that uh, we take the the big picture stuff that we're thinking about and translate that into intentional execution at a staff team level uh, where people know what is expected of them and they know in two weeks there's an accountability piece uh, that they get to uh, meet in front of the whole team and share what they've been doing and how that's happened. So, uh, yeah, that's just uh, an overview, like, uh, of some of the things that we do. I
0: love how you said move things down the pitch, though. So um, just to translate, that's field, yeah. everyone who move needs to the move the chains, uh, the sticky wicket, all these different <laughs> uh, terminology differences. No, it's so fun. But no, Rich has been unbelievable for us because he's enabled Steve and I to move faster. Well, in fact, we're moving so fast. We're as a technology platform business, as a licensing business, we license people to use our content to liberate other people, which you're going to hear more and more about in time um, for those listening. But what's so great about having someone like Rich is the confidence and the competency that we're getting things done at levels we've never, ever experienced. And we, we can get a lot done. We've create, you know, we write books. We can create uh, content. Uh, like crazy but in this case now we
1: have a system for it so it's been really really um, helpful I think one other piece because some of you listening will be thinking gosh I wish I had a rich Um, the amount of people who've said when they hear this I could do with that in my organization for visionaries and entrepreneurs particularly so if you have connector near the top of your voice order then this is going to be a real win for you the other thing I love is that, that for every two weeks, so Rich says before we do the scrum with the whole team on a Monday, Rich brings to Jeremy and I what he believes coming out of the business are the priorities for the next two-week sprints. And what Jeremy and I get to do is review them with him, and we may go at times, hey, hang on, well, where's this? And uh, Rich will go, well, it's on the backlog list. And we go, well, we actually think this may be a higher priority In which case, we'll talk about it and if that's agreed. But whereas in the old days, we'd simply just keep adding priorities in until people sort of died. Rich will say, okay, if we move that in, then which one are we going to put from the current live list back onto the backlog? So what it's done is it's created a way for Jeremy and I to establish what we believe the priorities of the business are, but in many ways for Rich to manage the workflow and need of teams. So most entrepreneurs tend to assume everyone wants to work 100 hours a week and assumes that, well, we should have had this yesterday. This has created a, a rhythmic system and process, which actually means we no longer just get to push to the wider business. We need this yesterday. Now it actually begins to feel to them like, oh, I see the workflow and the priorities. But we feel, because the priorities are being agreed with us, that it feels actually like a, a really appropriate way of doing it. I know people who appreciated that. So that would be another perspective for me. So to give the proper source codes to all these, um,
0: we're talking basically about um, three pieces. There's traction that we've uh, been been using, the, the concepts from Rocket Fuel or from the book traction, which is the visionary integrator piece, which has given us the language. They've done a really good job of giving language to help people who maybe are leading organizations uh, to have who's the visionary, who's the integrator. When you're both visionary and integrator, which is where we were before, we would come in and out of macro and micro management and we were causing all types of issues. So having an integrator like Rich has given the freedom of the team to get things done and it's allowed the visionaries to stay in the future and get things done as well. So there's a whole language there. So that, and you can talk any more to that. The second one is the Scrum model, Scrum system. And that Scrum model, it really comes from a technology companies and how they do it's agile um, thinking and agile technology. So, He's got that piece of it. And then the third piece is the giant tools. So the giant tools is it's the common language for people. That's what we've been giving to you through the Liberator podcast. So if you think about um, using giant's language with certain structures for organization um, is what we're using, then what are you doing? What are you doing with your organization? Where are you at? If you do traction, we find, without a people system or the common language – uh, of having the visual tools and having the tools around i q and eq and and uh, personality, then you may not be as effective because it could be very um, it could be a language that only the top use um, if you don 't have a system like the sprint model, then there 's not a system for getting things done all the time, so we just combined all three and it's it 's been working really really well. Anything else to add to that rich
2: I just think as well to think through some of how our team have been finding this and some of their reflections. And I think we have, uh, we have seen that uh, they have been uh, also sometimes suggesting sprints. And, and so, you know, they've been coming back with their own ideas and those get to go on the, on the backlog as well. And we get to prioritize those. And I think one of the, the interesting challenges we're finding when we have our, our sprint review is just how long it's taking to get through everything. But I think what's exciting there is that we're seeing our our team taking real pride in what they've been doing for the past two weeks. They are excited to come. They want to share. They're taking real ownership of, of, of that. And um, I think that's a really positive transformation that we've seen of people coming back excited to to say, this is what I've been working on for two weeks, and I, and I want you to see it because I'm proud of, of what it is. So uh, it's it's been transformational in a number of different directions for us, I think. And, and Rich, how have you found as the integrator trying to
1: work with two um, very maverick visionaries with, uh, for those who speak Myers-Briggs, N&P, which means there's lots of ideas and there's always more ideas. Give it a little bit of honest reflection of how it's been for you herding the cats that
2: are Jeremy and I. Yeah, I think um, it's uh, it's been an eye-opening challenge. I think, and um, uh, one of the things uh, that I read when I was trying to research about the integrator role is, um, and I forget exactly where I found it, but it, it basically said that the integrator is the person who often ends up saying no to everybody. Um, uh, they're the one who kind of stands in the middle, and I think I've definitely felt that in this. Role and and anyone going into this kind of a role needs to understand that challenge. That often I'm the person who is saying to to the visionaries in Jeremy and Steve, guys, no, that's too much. No, we can't do this. No, we've got to simplify it down. Um, and then I'm with the, the the rest of the team as well, and they're saying, "Hey, we need to do this," and I'm also saying, "Well, no, because that's that's not what we perceive our priorities to be," and those kind of things. So, uh, you almost act uh, in some senses as a buffer, soaking up um, that uh, you know that uh, that relationship really. Um, but but for me, that's why staying on the same page is so important. So just regular chats. Um, Between the the visionary integrator is key. Uh, And then the other thing that we've added in, this is just a a recent innovation for us, is me having a separate one to one uh, with uh, team members. Uh, I, I aim for one a week, that works for our size of team. But just giving them a chance outside of a task and execution focused environment to to make sure that i'm staying on the same page with them has really been important as well and uh, because uh, in the midst of this relational trust is really key
0: i think for me um on the other end of that i probably have historically been nervous about that role or this role of integrator because uh oh, don't slow me down i, I want to keep going right the beauty is and this is why we're so fired up and even kind of nerding out on this today with you guys listening is this works because it actually enables me to do more. The problem I had in the past was I'd have all these ideas and they go, well, why aren't people doing them? And I'd get frustrated. Well, actually the sprint system, the scrum model, actually, you see so much progress. I find myself sometimes playing guardian. Where I'm like, wait, 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 you know? And so it's an interesting dynamic, but I, it's released me and given me the, um, the format to be able to dream in. And so that's, that's what I've loved. So any last words
1: from you, Stevo? Yeah, I think that you know by now that basically all of Giant's resources, materials, content has really come out of our own either uh, failure usually. And then we kind of identify what went wrong. We try and codify it in a visual form so we can share it with others. Some we've actually kind of occasionally got right before we've got wrong. But this is one of those pieces of the puzzle that if you are... Um, an entrepreneurial character if you're a leader who who people see in that kind of way this is something you really need to think about because fundamentally we're passionate about this because it's changed our world and we're already helping a lot of our clients think through what could this look like for you because you know we often say that silence is not agreement our observation is a lot of um, a lot of the entrepreneurial characters eventually start to burn off their team because they're not as consistent as they think they are. And they get quite defensive when they get accused, like I do anyway, and Jeremy does as well, of being consistent. What it's done for us is shown us what does true organizational discipline consistency look like, and having seen it, seeing the results of those things. So as always, we're evangelists for the things that we believe passionately in, and this has given us a capacity increase and a performance increase that we're, we're truly excited about. So, Jez, where are we going now?
0: Yeah, well,
1: then over the next uh,
0: couple of of podcasts, we're excited to be able to share some uh, how this has played out and some of the things that we're actually launching that I think will be amazing around multiplication. We're excited about that. But for us, our goal, as always, is to help you liberate those you lead. So fight for the highest possible good. Think about those. Uh, Think about the system that would enable you to fight for the highest possible good for your employees, for those you lead. Uh, think about what, what needs to take place to get a little bit more organized so you're not wearing your people out in the way that I think we might have been in the past. So until next time, we'll see you later. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening. That concludes today's episode of the Liberator podcast from Giant Worldwide. You can find out more information about us online at giantworldwide.com.